the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Hour 2, Backbone Radio. Matt Dunn here this October 23rd, 2022. You can feel those midterms coming right up on us here. And my sense is that a red wave is building, but I always qualify that by saying we need enough election integrity to have that materialize, okay? By the way, just as a little aside, as a little vignette, yesterday... Wife and I were out hiking a mountain, and uh, we decided we'd hike up to the top, almost to the top of Peak 8 at Breckenridge, which is 13,000 feet. We got to about 11.4 before we ran out of time and had to turn around. But we were up there climbing up, and um, I looked down, and I see a uh, really hammered, battered cell phone laying there uh, on the ground. And I was like, oh, here's a cell phone. Got found a cell phone here. Somebody was probably skiing along or whatever last season, maybe two or three seasons ago. Who knows? And, uh, you know, you can find all kinds of strange stuff if you climb up the ski trails when there's no snow on them this time of year. And I find I've found all kinds of stuff because I hike up there quite a bit. When you don't have a chance to, uh, you know, go to some 14 or something, you can uh, get something closer into town. So anyway, I, I grabbed that cell phone, put it in the pack and. So I'm gonna I'm gonna return this, and so we looked it up. What do you do with a phone? Where do you, where do you where do you take them and all that? Anyway, we put it on the charger, and the thing charged charged up. It was definitely out of battery, but it charged right on up, and uh, we didn't try to open it because you can't do that, you know, the passwords and all that. And so I thought, okay, they're supposed to bring it into a police station. And so, good citizen, dutiful human patriot that I am, I tried to go to the Breckenridge Police Station this morning, and they're closed. <laughs> so I said, all right, I'm going to go to the Frisco police. So I went down to the Frisco, take it into the police station. They're closed. <laughs> you can't find a police station uh, when you when you need one, I guess, when you're trying to trying to turn in a cell phone. But I was just thinking about that. You know, if you ever lose something and, uh, you know, you want to, you just, you just hope that there's maybe some people out there that would, would find your stuff and return it and do the right thing with it. I was just thinking that, you know, obviously, you know, we want to be those kind of people. And somebody, uh, as soon as I get it to a police department, if I could ever find one open someday, somebody's going to get a phone call. I guess they have their ways of figuring out who it belongs to. You're going to get a call and say, hey, somebody found your cell phone. You want it back? They'd be like, heck, yeah. That'll just give them a little good, a little uplift that day. So maybe that's just the kind of thing that, you know, you hope that uh, in America there's enough folks that uh, would, would have that mindset. Right, and I do remember this. This is another aside. One time, my father was out. Uh, he was out hunting uh, for goats, mountain goats, and he was on horseback. And somehow or another, lost his cell phone. It must have fallen out of a, a saddlebag or something. And anyway, I think it was three years later he got the phone call. Somebody found his phone in the middle of absolute nowhere in the mountains of Colorado, 
And, uh, man, that was pretty cool. So uh, got his phone back. And so, anyway, we'll, uh, we're just sending a good word to some, some citizen who lost their phone up there on Breckenridge. I don't know if maybe they were skiing too fast and out it came. But, uh, you know, we like to try to do things like this. And, you know, and there's my, my dutiful wife, you know, we're climbing around. And so she finds, like, uh, any debris, like cans and any kind of tr- form of trash. And, she, you know, she puts it in a bag. We, so we, we always bring down a bag of trash. Wherever we go anywhere, we have to haul back a, an extra bag of any kind of trash. That is, my wife's very good about that. She's uh, what, what an honorable citizen. Uh, and, uh, you know, tr- try to live up to those standards, right? <laughs> Anyway, sometimes it's work, you know, you've you got enough to carry already, but, you know, just doing that. At any rate, yeah, ski season opening today at Arapahoe Basin. Blake is excited about it. You're a boarder, though, right? You're not a skier, you're a boarder. That's a, we live in different worlds, you know. But, uh, <laughs> but no, I'm pro-boarder. I'm pro anything that involves uh, being on a piece of wood and going down a hill. Or going up a hill. Once you figure out the uphill part of skiing and how fun that is, boy, that'll get you in shape in a hurry, skiing uphill. I kid you not. At any rate, Donald Trump had a rally last night in Robeson, or is it Robson, Texas? Massive, massive rally. I mean, just packed house. Great speech goes on and on. I've got some very nicely curated clips here, and but there's one, this, this, this particular clip, Trump is up there speaking. He's just speaking along, talking about saving this beleaguered country, and the crowd suddenly starts breaking out spontaneously out of the middle of nowhere in the Star-Spangled Banner. And I was just, boy, it's just, I found this a rather heartwarming clip, and I thought I would bring this in here. The Star-Spangled Banner in Texas, oh, there are patriots out there. There are people who love this country out there who are trying to save this country. They want so much to save this place. And let's hear them sing, break out in good cheer. So, but January, so all she does is January. She's like obsessed. So here and uh, Kinzinger crying. He cries every time he talks. He cries. These are the people we have. But remember this, January 6th, this committee... The two things they didn't talk about, two things, was that the people went down there and you could have had over a million people.
You gotta love it. Oh, you gotta love it. so beautiful. You know, when this whole big group stood up, I said, oh, we have protesters. <laughs> and you know what? They are protesting. They're protesting what's taking place in our country, and it's so bad and so wrong. It is a protest. It really is a protest to sing the Star Spangled Banner. It is. Who would have thought that, um, you know, to sing songs about love of your own country is considered a threat by the current regime in power. Yeah, who would have thought that? But that's where we are right now. And just, you know, that heartfelt, spontaneous eruption of that kind of sentiment there. We've been talking about Joe O'Day in this in this past hour of him going out there deliberately antagonizing Donald Trump and had a lot of phone calls on that. And, uh, yeah, if you have any thoughts, 303-696-1971, that Joe O'Day, the Republican candidate for the Senate from Colorado, in a race that apparently the polls are not looking that great just yet, and you're not seeing people giving much of a chance for the Republican to win in Colorado for the Senate. You're just not seeing much of that. And so, uh, I don't know, could it be that if if Joe O'Day goes out and actively antagonizes Trump and tries to stir up a response, and Trump, of course, did respond to the provocations, the unforced provocations from Joe O'Day, um, it, uh, is Joe O'Day looking for a way to find a way to blame Trump for losing? Is that, you think, yeah? Think you want to blame Donald Trump if you lose Joe O'Day? You ran the perfect establishment campaign? Or maybe even blame a backbone radio, right? Is that is that maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Be right back. Every so often you need a good riff from Eddie Van Halen, the unchained riff there, bringing us back to backbone radio. Yeah, we run from 4 to 7 p.m. on Sundays. 710 KNUS Salem, Denver. Carrying that torch for liberty weekend, week out, Sunday in, Sunday out. Talking about the spontaneous star-spangled banner singing. Blake pointed out maybe a little bit out of key at the Trump rally in Texas last night. Another big, massive rally. And let's just let's hear let's hear another one. America first. Putting America first. Pretty simple, right? Pretty common sense, right? This is what the Republican Party voting base believes in. 160 countries. They're storming. They're storming our country. They include Syria, Somalia, Yemen, Russia, China, Iran, all of Africa. They're storming our country. They're storming our borders. We have no idea who they are, where they come from. Biden, Pelosi, the radical Democrats spend all of their time obsessing over the borders of distant foreign nations. Think of it. They talk about foreign nations. But Americans deserve a Congress and a president who will protect the borders of our nation. We deserve a government that will defend our own sovereignty, secure our own land, stand up for our own families, and protect the people of our country. It's called 
A very simple policy, America first. America first. That's that's where it's at. That's where the voters are. That's where the minds, hearts, and souls of the voters are. The ones that erupt singing the Star Spangled Banner like we just heard. So heartwarming to have heard that. But yet, you know, you just don't get that from the Mitch McConnells, you know. You just don't get that from the rhino class. You know, you get that obsessing over every other border in the world but our own. And, I mean, obviously, where does that come from? Somehow the elite class benefits from obsessing over other borders, and they think they're immune from the consequences of having our own wide-open border here. It's really it's really quite a... Uh, quite an inversion of what reality ought to be. And I do, I do think Colorado has always been very reluctant to embrace that. The institutions in Colorado, more on that in just a second. But, uh, you know, is, is, is Trump going to run again? Is he going to have to do it again? Listen to the crowd react. The election was rigged and stolen, and now our country is being destroyed. I ran twice. I won twice. and did much better the second time than I did the first. Getting millions more votes in 2020 than we got in 2016. And likewise, getting more votes than any sitting president in the history of our country by far. And now, in order to make our country successful, safe, and glorious again, I will probably have to do it again. Just not a contest, folks. Just not a contest. Would it make sense for the Republican Party establishment to come around to embracing that reality? Would it make sense for the Colorado Republican Party establishment to come around to embracing that reality? Would it? Maybe we could make the case that, okay, yeah, you might not like everything about Joe O'Day, but it's the Republican, vote Republican. But would the rhino class, if Trump runs in 2024, wins the primary as it looks awfully certain that that would happen, that he would win it running away, would then the rhino class vote for the Republican nominee for the president. Does it go both ways? I just throwing that out there. Does it go both ways or is it a one-way street? You always got to vote for the rhino, but no, you don't have to vote for the MAGA Republican. Just throwing these things out there. And these are the things that do need to be worked out, right? Let's say hello to Deborah. Deborah, glad you are here this evening out in Lakewood. What's on your mind tonight? What's on my mind is the Star Spangled Banner. Uh, they, the J6er political prisoners stand up and they sing that every night at nine o'clock. There's a bunch of supporters and family members outside the prison where they are singing it right along with them. Um, um, cowboy logic on, um, um, America, uh, voice. They play it right along with them. They play it every night, too, and uh, uh, 100% supportive of them. It was 9 o'clock when President Trump was talking. One of the, um, uh, the uh, America Voice 
interviewed one of the guys that was that started the singing. Uh, he was actually a prisoner at one point. Uh, he was arrested, and I don't know why he got off or whatever, but uh, he is out at the outside, and he go, went to the rally, and he started it. He had a whole group of them. It was a whole bunch of them. Is that what happened last night, is what you're saying, in Texas? Uh-huh. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I, I did not know the, the backstory there. Interesting, Deborah. And I, yeah, I, 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 watched, I keep pointing this out that you get so many com- commentators obsessing over January 6th and January 6th. and But then you look at, you know, the Harvard-Harris poll data that says that only 7% of the population of the likely voting population thinks that's like a really important issue. It's just it's just not a thing. But, you know, and you, you listen to these news breaks that every top of the hour, it's always something about January 6th, even still. But it's not resonating. It's not connecting with the people. But yet that's what the Democrats and the establishment are trying to hang their hats on. That's what they have nothing else to talk about. So they might as well talk about that. Might as well not talk about inflation, 40-year highs, or the wide open border, or on the verge of World War III, the ruination of the peace and prosperity that America first brought to this country. That's uh, they're they're, re- they're grasping at straws on all that stuff is the way I see it. And if you go into the details hey, of it and the Ray Epps and the way the prisoner, the political prisoners have been treated, and you know, it's just uh, it's that that's that's not for tonight's show. But any other thoughts on that, Deborah? Uh, yeah, uh, there is one of the fathers I think it was did, works in the industry of filmmaking, and he made a documentary. Uh, on it, and you can get get it through Cowboy Logic. Uh, they have it on on their websites and stuff, and uh, they showed the whole thing. And while they did it, it looks to me they were set up. And what the mainstream line media said they were attacking the police. It was the police attacking them, and. Uh, um, or the Antifa dressed as dressed as them, you know. So um, it's they were set up. Well, they, they the were thing really about you know we've talked about Ray Epps a great job. I've done a whole like whole segments about Ray Epps, even an hour one night. Um, puff pieces from the New York Times on Ray F and uh, Ray Epps and uh, Adam Kinzinger, all these like heartfelt comments about poor Ray Epps and all that. But, the, you know, the January 6th Propaganda Committee said that they were they interviewed Ray Epps and they were going to release his transcripts of what he said. A lot of people are concerned that Ray Epps was like a F- FBI informant. And he's, he's the guy with the yep. bullhorn saying, let's go inside the Capitol, inside the Capitol, multiple recordings of that. Um, and, uh, they you know, Kinzinger, Schiff, Cheney said they were going to release his trans. They never did. They never, ever did do no. that. And uh, instead we get these puff pieces trying to support him. Oh, he's just a guy trying to survive. Oh, hard times for Ray Epps. Um, how come he's the one guy that the uh, mainstream media seems to like and the rhinos and the, and the left Democrats seem to love this guy when he was the guy with the bullhorn saying we're going in the Capitol tomorrow and even today we're going to the Capitol. Anyway, I don't want to relitigate and all of that, but down, that's that's pretty definitive. A lot of unanswered questions. Yeah, well, down the fences, so the Deborah, are you uh, are you going to vote for O'Day? Are you going to vote for O'Day? Now that I heard what he he yeah, said okay, about all right, that. thank you. Yeah, the Weezer segment right there, and I just get this info, Blake, that you've actually seen Weezer too. 
So that's pretty impressive. You've seen Weezer live in concert, but you don't like the and you've seen the G Love and the Special Sauce. You're like a concert goer. Thumbs up to that. And yeah, we're talking about you know we got the midterms coming up, and I do advise just getting out there voting, voting Republican. I am wrestling with the Joe O'Day scenario. That's that's like a, oh man. Yeah, and I do wish the Colorado Republican Party would just install the America First infrastructure. It's a winner. That is how you win. The Hispanic community in this country, since Trump showed up, has been migrating steadily to the Republican Party, steadily towards the America First position, dramatically so. Remember Myra Flores, just one Hispanic candidate, nurse, just one in Texas, a forever Democrat district. Now it's now it's going to be helmed by this Myra Flores. And um, she's all about MAGA. She's all about America first. Democrats talk about the abortion issue. Abortion, abortion, we got to have more abortion. That's the way that's going to motivate our Democrat voters is to go, you know, have more abortions. But yet the Hispanic community does not go for that the way... The Democrats go for that. And I, I don't know. I think I think if we just had a Republican Party that just went with educating and combating the propaganda and talking about, you know, borders and about the peace that Trump brought, about the trade deals and America first, the, the economy and on trade and like no need to have another World War Three over Ukraine over who rules the Donbass. You know what? Republicans they could stand up against the censorship, the rampant censorship we're having. You don't see enough of that. Off to the phones in one second. But this guy, Joe Kent, former Green Beret, is running for Congress in Washington state. He's giving people reasons to get up and get out and vote for him. He's educating the voters. Educating, educating. Talk about why America first is the way to go. And, like, listen to this guy. The Washington, he spent 20 years in the Army. With Tucker. And we're happy to have him join us now. Joe Kent, thanks so much for coming on. So it looks like, so you've never been in politics at all. You've never run for anything, as far as I know. You're running on a pretty different platform from the conventional Republican, and you seem to be winning. What about your message do you think is resonating with voters? You know, Tucker, thanks so much for having me on. I think people are just really sick and tired of the same old establishment talking points. I got into this race because of the failings of our establishment. And when you go out and you actually engage with people and you listen to them, they tell you what affects them the most. And right now, it's inflation, stealing a month of their wages. It's crime at their doorstep. It's their children being sexualized in the classrooms with this perverted ideology. And they frankly had enough and they want to hear that people are going to listen to them and actually go and fight. I've had a lot of money thrown at me by really both sides sides of the aisle, and it hasn't been able to take me down uh, because I'm actually going out there and connecting with voters. Man, they really wanted to stop you. Both sides did. But I wonder why. Uh, What you're saying does not sound radical at all to my ears. It sounds very moderate and sensible. Just respond to the basic concerns of voters. Why is that such a threat to so many people? 
There's just a, a narrative right now from our establishment, from this regime of Joe Biden, but then also the, the entrenched political establishment that really wants the status quo. They want to fight endless wars. We're seeing that with Ukraine. They're willing to risk a nuclear war. They also want our jobs shipped overseas, and they love these open borders. They love the fact that there's essentially anarcho-tyranny in this country right now, and they don't yes. want people who are going to think for themselves and who have an idea of how the system works from the inside. I worked in the military. I worked in the intelligence community. I know the games that these people are running and I'm going to go to D.C. and stop them. <laughs> you do know the games they're running. Maybe that's it. You understand how the system works. And that's the thing is that Joe Kent worked in the intelligence community and now he's outside of that world and he wants to stop them. Tell you what, that is the kind of talk to me that that gets your supporters, that gets your motivated voters. You know, you don't need the same old establishment talking points. You need to have that kind of inspiration about saving this country and addressing the true core concerns of the voters. I like I like that. I like this Joe Kent guy. I've been boosting him for quite some time, and I think that is the way. That is the way forward, ladies and gentlemen. Let's keep talking here. And uh, Annie in Littleton, thank you for checking in. Uh, welcome aboard. Hi, my dear. I just wanted to say a couple of things. Um, I think it has nothing to do with being a Republican. I think it has to do with being an American. But you know what the problem is? They have not been taught American history. They have no idea what it means to be an American. And so when you bash the re- – I'm not talking about you, the yes. Republican Party, then it's like, oh, yeah, that's the way it is. No, we stand for being an American, yes. but we're deluded. Our population has been deluded. They don't understand where we came from. If you just read one story about George Washington and those men that were barefooted and fought for what we live, that's a whole different story. But you know what? The other thing, Matt, tell people what it's going to be like if we don't win. The professors, the teachers, the doctors, the lawyers who are pushing for this different way of America, they're going to be the first to go. That's history. You know history. I know history. I was taught history, but they don't do that. Well, we're looking at what happens when we don't win. The wide-open border, the record inflation, the gas prices through the roof, the mortgage rates have doubled in the last two years, crime is through the roof, we've got another war on the horizon. Mandatory vaccinations. Oh, my gosh, folks. I mean, it's it's not good to lose. They don't believe that's going to happen. It's history. It is proven history that it's going to happen and it's going to continue. Just keep explaining that because they are vacant. They have no idea. Thanks for doing what you're doing. I love your little family. God bless you. (laughs) God bless America. And God bless this radio station for letting you be there. And oh, Annie, right well. on. It is wonderful to hear your voice. Make sure you're staying close with us. And, yeah, education has to be a part of that. Yeah, Barefoot, George Washington. Got to read that. Yeah. 1776 by David McCullough when this oh, nation was trying to get off the ground, hanging by a thread. Wonderful points, Annie. All the best to you. Thank you, ma'am. And let's say hello. Uh, we have the Ace Man on board. Ace out in Cincinnati. And welcome aboard, Ace. How you been, sir? 
And well, Doc, as always, best political commentary around. I'm glad I'm not living in Colorado right now with the choice on Joe O'Day and living in Ohio with the choice of a Trump MAGA supported candidate with J.D. Vance. Joe O'Day could be another John McCain, Susan Collins, and it is everything that is wrong with the Republican Party. If you listen to the CNN interview, when Dana Bash asks him about violence on January 6th is when then he then goes after Trump. I don't know if he's trying to pull in purple voters, don't care. But he could have kept that to himself, but he chose not to. And if he doesn't want to get behind the president that had the highest conservative rating from the Heritage Foundation ever after his first few years, higher than Reagan's, then it shows you what kind of Republican he truly is. He is not a man that is for the people, but he is, as you know, Limbaugh talked about, how you have Republicans that are for the donor class, and they have the Republicans that are, you know, for everybody else before the election, but after the election, they're only for the donor class. Those are not the types of Republicans that, in my opinion, that Colorado or the United States needs. The phony yeah. class has, has done nothing but protect themselves. <clears throat> you know, the Mitch McConnells that, you know, through Elaine Chow has gotten millions of dollars with their shipping deals with the Chinese. I I don't see how Joe O'Day won the Republican primary in Colorado. And, and it again, it shows you the problems that you have within the party and Trump and Joe, people like Joe Kent are trying to exercise the Republican Party and get people in that are America first. Yeah, but this is like it seems like okay. Here's how the Colorado Republican establishment runs a campaign. Maybe we should stay out of the way and let them show us the way. I mean, they're going to show us how to do it right. Correct. I mean, they know the MAGA Republicans. They don't know according to the establishment, right? So. I don't know. Should we stay out of the way and let them show us if they can do it or not? Or uh, are you concerned that we have another uh, Lindsey Graham or John McCain on our hands here with Joe O'Day? I'm afraid that you have worse than Lindsey Graham and John McCain on your hands. I, I think it's, it's you know, give your money for Blake McMaster or Dr. Oz a Republican candidate that is in a tight race that can win right now, not Joe O'Day. That's the word from the ace man in Ohio. Hey, thanks for checking in all the way. There we go. Lynn and Stella, love can kill. That's taking us right back in. And boy, the phones are lighting up hard about this Joe O'Day. Establishment Republican running for Senate in Colorado antagonized Donald Trump. And just so we have it in here again, goes on CNN, says he's going to actively campaign against Donald Trump and says he likes people like uh, Tim Scott and Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis uh, wants to see them run uh, in 2024. Let me turn to an issue that you uh, I know you've talked about, and that is January 6th. This past week, the January 6th committee held its final hearing before the midterm elections. You have said Donald Trump could have done a lot more to stop January 6th, the insurrection, the violent attack on the Capitol from happening. Do you think what happened on January 6th should disqualify him from being president again? Look, I believe that the uh, January 6th was a black eye on the country. I've been very vocal that I thought he should have done more. 
to uh, keep the violence from heading towards the, the Capitol. Uh, anybody that uh, was violent at the Capitol or, or tore something apart, they should be held accountable. We've got processes in place that hold people accountable, and, and we need to move the country forward. So, I but don't is think moving- Donald Trump should run again. I'm going to actively, I'm going to actively campaign against Donald Trump uh, and make sure that we've got four or five really great Republicans right now: Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Tim Scott. They can run and serve for eight years. I'm going to do my job as a U.S. senator to make sure that they have good campaigns in the primary here so we have a good selection of candidates for 2024. There we go. Joe O'Day, political amateur move, or is that a smart move in blue state Colorado? Donald Trump responded by retorting to this rhino character in the great state of Colorado, Joe O'Day, saying that uh, basically here's the upshot. MAGA doesn't vote for stupid people with big mouths. Good luck, Joe. Anyway, I failed to see the wisdom in Joe O'Day's maneuver here. It could be ignorance. It could be naivete. It could be he's just out of step with the Republican Party voters in in the state of Colorado. It could be he's all about uh, trying to get the unaffiliated over, and he thinks that if he says he doesn't like Trump but he loves Nikki Haley, that that's going to make the unaffiliated say, oh, yay, Nikki Haley, meanwhile, has like 0% in the polls. As does Tim Scott. You know, DeSantis has some, but it's nowhere near Trump. It's just, you just have to just, oh, this poor state of Colorado. This poor, poor state. And by the way, of course, CNN, their talking point about January 6th. I have dismantled all of the propaganda about January 6th over the past year and a half, two years. If you listen to the Backbone Radio podcast archive, I've dismantled all of that propaganda. The Harvard-Harris poll has it at 7% of voters are majorly concerned about January 6th. Heading into the 2022 election, it's just a non-entity. It's it's just a it's a racket. Okay, it's just a, a thing that the ruling class is trying to make up stuff about to try to because they got nothing else. They don't want to talk about inflation or gas prices or World War Three or how Biden is screwing everything up. The Democrats are screwing everything up and then crime and all the rest of it. They want to talk about January 6th and nobody gives a damn. And it's been wall-to-wall propaganda on that, and still nobody gives a damn. But yet, yeah, let's let's just have our candidate walk right into that one. Good job, yeah. Anyway, let's start saying hello on the phone lines. Brian in Arvada, do you have some opinions here? Welcome, sir. Matt, how you doing tonight? Hanging right in. Well, I got an opinion. I got a challenge for Mr. O'Day there, who keeps dodging everybody. How many times has he been on your show, by the way? Well, I'm not interested in interviewing political candidates. I, I don't really do that. I talk to the occasional ones that uh, that I like have a connection with or feel like uh, I really feel strongly about them. You know what I mean? But in general, I'd, I'd rather have political candidates talk to other hosts. Just for the record. Well, I'm thinking I'm thinking he needs to come on your show and take some of the callers that call in and answer some questions. You know what I found funny about the interview on CNN, though? He could have actually set the narrative. He's letting them set the narrative. He, he's a go-along-to-get-along guy. That's all he is. He, he could have said, hey, hold on a second. We had riots in 2020, and the FBI is doing this, that, and the other. He could yep. have exposed all this corruption. Instead, he went against Trump. He cowered because he's about himself. He's not about the people. He but could have said, is, look at all the peace and prosperity we had under Trump that the Democrats yeah. and Biden and Polis and Bennett are screwing up. Yeah, I miss those days when peace and prosperity when Trump was in power. He could have said that. 
Instead, he lets them set the narrative, and then he's like the little boy answering the question to Mama, who Mama's upset, instead of him setting the narrative and saying, hold on a second, guys, let's talk about this. And that's why people like that lake girl out of Arizona, because she calls him out, see? Yeah, Joe Kent calls him out in Washington. She sets the narrative. That's why she records the whole thing, so they can't set the narrative. O'Day's a joke, let's face it, but we got O'Day or we got Bennett, guys. Right. So at least O'Day, we can kind of, you know, rag on him after he gets in, and maybe he's going to, we already know he's going to make more better decisions than this other clown, Bennett. So we have to do what we have to do. I know it sucks. Trust (laughs) me, I don't like the guy at all. But we have to do what we have. We have to fill out the ballot anyhow, right? It's yep. not like we're going out of our way to vote for O'Day. We, you know, if I had to walk across the street to vote for O'Day, I probably wouldn't. But I already had the ballot, so I got to do what I got to do. It sucks it's the way it is, but it's a step toward change. And this has nothing to do with O'Day. It's, it's a step toward telling these people no more. What if he's not. another McCain or a Lindsey Graham? Oh, it already is going to be. We already know that. Does that, does that help or hurt the Republican Party or the cause of this country more or uh, or it less? Helps us because it helps us because we can hold him accountable. So once he sees the people are like, hey, loser, we expect you to do this. Now, with Bennett, we got no say at all. Once we get Bennett back in there, we're just done. Bennett's going to go run off with Biden. I don't know what the hell. But he's if we do. had say now during a campaign, which is when we should have the most say, we get that kind of drivel from O'Day. It's not encouraging, Brian. No, it sucks. But we have to do what we have to do. I mean, we got him or Bennett. No, the guy sucks. Let's just face it. He's a coward. He hides behind right. things. He and I'm just fleshing you out here. I'm just, yeah, I'm just trying to get a sense of where you come down on this. And excellent. Maybe, Blake, maybe we can, maybe we can tell him, hey, O'Day, we'll give you 20 bucks, but you got to go to Arizona and visit that lake girl and learn something. Yeah, rem- remedial work? campaign tutelage or something. Well, I'll tell you what, I yeah. keep going, Brian, but you got your, your points in very clearly. Thank you, sir. You're so darn articulate. Man, I, I, I love, love it. You you're the best on the radio. That's the way it is. Oh, amen, brother. And by the way, I'm in on Friday for Tubbs. I'll be here. So so check in then, Friday for Tubbs. Let's say hello to Joe in Arvada. Hello, Joe. Hi, Matt. Man, this is so right, that what what is going on here. But there's one thing that is so wrong. Joe Day, I, come on, let's face it. He is not going to win anything. Anyway, okay, I won't harp on that because I know we're trying to rah, 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 rah. Our team is going to win no matter what. It's hard it to do that sometimes. But, uh, <laughs> well, yeah. the, 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 see, see, here's the thing that Joe O'Day was, and I said it in the beginning, and this is the truth. It's Joe O'Democrat. He was nothing more than a Democrat with an R by his name. Anybody could figure that out. The, the, see, in the most principled position, he flipped, which was abortion. That is the main, one of the main core principles of the Republican Party. If you didn't know that he was a Democrat there, then you were a fool. I'm sorry. Right. Uh, but the, the point is, but, you know, is that he, he was just a... So should we go ahead and nominate and elect a Democrat so that he can, on every important vote, 
Joe O'Day will be Joe O'Democrat. Is that what we want? Do we want a Benedict Arnold? Do we want somebody who is going to, you know, flip-flopper on us like Mitt Romney? Uh, no, we want a real conservative. And we need to change our, our strategy to make Colorado great again and run with the, the, the head of our party, not against him. Well, I hear what you're saying, Joe. And, yeah, we're going to find out if the establishment class knows how to run a campaign the right way. We'll find out. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.